0: I think there's some hesitancy about that upfront initial cost investment mm-hmm. because sometimes people are looking at just the dollars and it's like, you got to look at the over encompassing thing. Right. So if I can and look at the,
1: the long-term, the long-term view of that. Yeah. Right. Hello innovators. I'm Todd wine and welcome to the bridging the gap podcast presented by applied software, great tech group. You're invited to join our conversation to model the future of construction, innovation, and the digital transformation adventure of this great industry. This is a special episode that we recorded live from the advancing prefabrication 2023 show. It was awesome to be with the innovators and change makers throughout the prefab and modular world. There's a ton of energy and momentum in the movement. Enjoy hearing the insights and trends around productization, data, communication, and so much more now. to the interview. We are back recording live at Advancing Prefab and sitting down with Sarah Curry of JE Dunn. So Sarah, tell us a little bit kind of about yourself and and how you wound up here at Advancing Prefab.
0: Sure. Um, So Sarah Curry, I'm uh, JE Dunn's prefabrication integration director. Um, That's a really long title to... I wear a lot of different hats now, (laughs) um, but my background is um, I came from the design side, fresh out of of school, and um, did work for a couple of architecture firms, and then about 11 years ago, switched to construction, and um, started in our virtual design and construction department, um, and basically learned how a building goes together in a virtual world, because Mm -hmm. coming from the design, I had designed it for so many different market sectors for so many years, and um, moving over and understanding constructability was really enticing to me. Yeah. And so, um, but prefabrication actually started on the design side. So I tell people my first prefab job was like in 2010. So when I've Welcome switched. to the club it, now, guys. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, this isn't new, guys. This is not a new way of doing things. Yep. It's just, we're hearing more about it now. Mm-hmm. And back in 2010, it was all multi-trade. Like the modular companies were just getting off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't really see, uh, those entities on projects, uh, like we do now. Mm-hmm. Um, full on volumetric was just a pie in the sky, um, from, from where I stood. And, um, And then now about a year ago, I switched over to concentrate solely on prefabrication. Mm -hmm. And um, so now mainly looking at driving consistency with our organization, um, looking at what's the next thing coming down the pipeline, Mm -hmm. helping our teams really learn from each other because we've got a lot of really great stuff going on across the country and not everybody's aware because J.E. Dunn has 25 offices i mean we're big and and not everybody knows what everybody else is doing so being able to bridge that gap is super important and then also um working with our designers and our owners like i've got several of those that um because i kind of speak both languages Mm -hmm. from design and construction bridging that gap with our designers and helping them understand what we really want to accomplish has been a big focus of mine but it's exciting right now um i'm we're busy, and it's, but it's never the same thing every day. I'm not making widgets every day. I'm right. looking more big scale. And so it's fun. It's actually exciting.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Before yeah. we really dive into all things prefab and modular and all that stuff, how does a design person come to the dark side 11 years ago into construction? I, s-
0: I see it as the light, okay. not the dark. <laughs> if you gotta look at it, which way you spin it. Yeah, yeah. Silver lining. Um, so when I was on the design side, I. I really wanted to grasp the experience of the construction administration mm-hmm. and unfortunately the way that the teams were set up. Um, I was heavy with the models and training the people mm-hmm. with utilization of Revit, getting standards, and it sometimes it sucks when you're good at things because they pigeonhole you, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, but it, it definitely was an opportunity that I'm like, if I can't get this on the design side, then I'm just gonna go work for a construction company. And I'm gonna get no. that experience. I liked being in the field. I liked visiting the job sites, the ones that I could, mm-hmm. but I felt like I was limited to my exposure on the design side. So mm-hmm. I just made the the transition and took the leap of faith and I'm not gonna lie, it was tough. That first year, holy cow. I was like, what did I just do? There's a huge learning curve yeah. changing.
1: What do you think was the, the biggest uh, unseen adjustment
0: understanding the business practice because architecture firms are ran different than Mm -hmm. construction companies and understanding All of the things that go into building a job from the pursuit to the pre-con to the actual execution of the job and even the closeout and um, moving into a different mindset of understanding, hey, what do your trades need to be doing? And and that moving into a virtual design and construction world, Mm -hmm. it was very different than just production and creation of drawings. Like, Mm -hmm. But what I think it, it made me appreciate the design better and it helps with... Keeping design intent um, when coordinating a building, mm-hmm. I think that, that that's something that I would always bring up in my coordination meetings with my trades. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, that pipe is running outside the wall. I know it's might be an industrial look, but I don't think <laughs> the architect intended for that pipe to be there. Right. <laughs> and so we kind of we made it, we made it fun. Like my coordination meetings were fun, yeah. and so um, everybody got a good kick out of it. But I had the I had everybody's best interest at heart. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's yeah I've enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I, well I think that's a key. You said you you have everybody's best interest at heart, and then communicating that mm-hmm. and getting everybody to, to realize that you have everybody's mm-hmm. best interest at heart because yeah. that's a that doesn't always happen. No. In, in coordination meetings. No, it no, not at very all. rarely, probably happens.
0: Right. Uh,
1: so your ability to you know come from the design world into the construction, see kind of both sides of that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that has helped you a lot in those coordination meetings
0: it it has and also even now with my role now it's Mm -hmm. like when we go into a project and we start talking about prefab and designing for prefab it's like i had this conversation with some folks last night we're not putting design on the like it's we're not going to lose the design intent Mm -hmm. we're not going to sacrifice our design the way that things are right now we can still modularize we can still panelize we can still do assemblies and we can still achieve the beautiful designs that our architects want and i think that sometimes that gets lost Mm -hmm. um like here's an example i live in dallas Mm -hmm. so dfw terminal c they did those modular gates you go in there you can't tell Yep. They're beautiful. They did a fantastic job with that effort. That was not one of our jobs, but I, I applaud the contractor and the designers who did that. It, it, it's beautiful, and so that's one of my examples of, you can still achieve this. Right. Don't feel like you're gonna get. I mean, like a, it's gonna look like a modular like job trailer. Like that's not what we're trying to do. We just need to be able to be smarter with the way we build.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's still a lot of head trash out there mm-hmm. on when you you hear the word modular people think those super ugly cement blocks and I'm like oh yeah i don't want to do that at all yeah uh, And so you have to kind of get over that hurdle of,
0: i think that's a great example yeah it's um and and i try to find those little mm-hmm. snippets of wins where people have been successful mm-hmm. and and try to relay those forward whether they're J done jobs or not i still you know we're all We're all on the same team, and that's for building buildings Mm -hmm. and trying to achieve uh, getting our owners what they want. And I don't think any person you talk to that's at this conference was going to say anything different.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to tap in on the the breaking down the silos that Ah, you mentioned uh, earlier. Uh So how... How do you realistically go about that of, even within a company as big as J.E. Dunn, how do you break down those silos from the different offices to the different stakeholders to, to really get the right people in the room at the right time, talking about the right conversation, having everybody's best interest at heart?
0: Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, it's not easy, um, but the advice that I was given when I first started, um, even in the VDC world, like uh-huh. people were very hesitant about using uh, VDC or BIM on their projects. Um, from an internal standpoint. But I think you have to be able to talk about trust. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to let people know that it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And not every job is going to be perfect. And you're not in this. I had a workshop yesterday and people were asking me about how do you make how do you make a prefab plan and how do you get all those people, those right people making the right decisions in the right room? There's no secret answer. It's every team is so different that you have to course correct to try to get the best outcome in the situation. Yeah. And so it's, it's, and it really drives its behaviors and communication. But
1: yeah. It's soft skills.
0: It's soft skills. A hundred percent. I can I can share all of my tips and tricks and my checklists and my quality things with anybody at this conference, but it's it's the behaviors of how right. you take it and then how you execute with that.
1: Yeah. So how do you so, handle the the change management around that? Because construction obviously isn't traditionally known for being super open to soft skills and, uh, and having yeah. those conversations. Yeah. How, how do you kind of help change some of that that mindset?
0: Um, so I'll just use some examples of some jobs where we've we've been successful or we've we've compromised. Mm-hmm. Um, utilizing last planner system or pool planning during design and and having those big room type setup of meetings with a team early on is, is super helpful with communicating everybody's needs and timing of needs. Mm-hmm. So like the last one that I was a part of, we were doing a pool plan for the design phase. We also were sprinkling in the BIM coordination as well as the prefabrication planning and, and also long lead items like yeah. switch gear. Holy cow, like it almost takes a year to get electrical switch gear right now. So having that and having everybody being open to sharing what they need mm-hmm. when they need it in order for it to show up at the job site or show up at the warehouse or you know anything that, or meeting with AHJs, a permit approval, like having that all in one place and everybody working together to understand the big picture, mm-hmm. I think is a huge win mm-hmm. and we should do more of that.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like the, the snowball kind of picks up momentum even internally the, yeah. the more you do it and the more people kind of get experience with it or is it truly every single project you have to kind of start it at ground zero?
0: So we it's kind of a little of both Mm -hmm. Um, fortunately we've got some teams that it's it's kind of how is it put to me Um, you concentrate on the people who want to execute and want to adopt, yeah. and then those people then will move to other jobs, and then they're your leaders and your early mm-hmm. adopters. It's the adoption curve, and yeah. then they get the rest of their new teams on board, and then you move. To, they move to the next jobs, and then it starts to spread, mm-hmm. um, and and it's contagious. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, there's always going to be an naysayer on every job. It, 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 never, And all the projects I've worked on, there's always yeah. one. Well,
1: where would be the fun if you didn't have that, right?
0: Right. <laughs> but what I tell them, and I I, and I'm, I look at them, and I'm like, hey, give me one job. Just give me one job. Mm. I promise you it'll be okay. And I've had multiple. I mean, I've got text messages on my phone from people that have watched a multi-trade rat go in and I'm, they're like, holy cow, why don't we do more of this? And yeah. it's like seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. And until you experience it, you might be a naysayer. Mm-hmm. But that, that adoption, is, it's just gonna take time. Um, and you know, some people may never get there and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, in the words of one of my old companies is, either you get on the train or you're gonna get left behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's where we're headed
1: right yeah i think that's the, the big uh challenge <laughs> that's that's out in front of people is that this as amy says a lot of times we're already running the race and if you don't realize that you're in the race and running then yeah. you've already lost
0: oh yeah 100 percent. get in yeah
1: so i you know I, I think it's coming more and more i feel like that that momentum and that steam and excitement you know uh, obviously we're in a, a bit of a bubble here at an event like this that everybody's already bought into uh, mm-hmm. they're running the race too but I think even outside,
0: uh, yeah. you're able to see that. Well, just in the the keynote with Amy mm-hmm. kicking off, um, she asked how many people is this is this their first time here? Yeah, and. I mean, there was a lot of new people here. Yeah. Like it's, it looked it, like about like a third. Yeah, it was, was, it was awesome. huge.
1: Yeah.
0: And I mean, I, this is, I think this is my fifth year at this conference. And so it's, but it's been nice to see the evolution. It's no. also nice to see familiar faces. Like it's almost like a little like reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's a lot of people I don't see throughout the year, but then we come to this conference and it's like, oh, hey, how's catch up? it, how's yeah, it yeah. been going? <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's awesome. So how would you encourage people to take the, the kind of the energy and the excitement of this event and bring it out into the, the real world and start recruiting more people into this movement?
0: Well, so I, um, in my workshop yesterday, I told folks, and, and Amy Amy says it as well in her sessions, and I'm sure there's others, this is a great network opportunity. Mm-hmm. If you are just getting started, there are so many people who have already been in your shoes and could offer up advice and pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's the best thing about this conference is the network. Um, people are all across the country. We've got a bunch of international people here. Mm-hmm. The experience just in the thousands of people that are, are here is amazing. And I think that taking those networks and taking them home and mm-hmm. still keeping up with them or calling and asking questions. Um, like we had a gentleman yesterday electrical trade getting started he's like I don't even know like for he was talking about BIM and he was like I I don't even know where to start and so colleague of mine and I told him we're like hey there's this great company here's the contact if we see them we'll make sure that you two connect Mm -hmm. Um, but it's it's connecting dots also and it's, it's the folks that need that are wanting to take the leap of faith but don't know how. And mm-hmm. this is a safe place to be able to do that.
1: Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about construction in, in general is, yes, there's a lot of competitiveness around, mm-hmm. which is I'm a super competitive guy, so I appreciate that. But yeah. there's also this willing to, to help others come along and, uh, by kind of enabling and connecting those dots for, for others. Right. It raises the the whole industry it does. across the board uh, and, and I think that there's the, an openness and a willingness here in the industry to, yeah, to make that happen which for is for sure and then awesome.
0: some, some of our client programs that we have a contractor network that we have to work together and we have to share lessons learned because the client is asking us to right and so um, and it, it is that lowering of the silos um, within the GC and trade network, and yeah. it's like, oh, you can't keep all your little secrets, and you have to, you have to share. Right. Um, but again, that goes back to how the information is used after it's shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll it either excel or it won't work.
1: Calling all innovators! In just a few weeks, you can attend a free online training event that could change your work life. Bim up is for innovative construction professionals like you, offering over 200 classes from May 23rd through the 25th that cover BIM best practices, Revit, AutoCAD, and lots of other topics that can help improve the way you work. I think you'll get a ton of value by attending. To sign up, simply go to asti.com BIMUP. Hope to see you there. What do you think is one of the, the biggest trends around modular coming into to this year that maybe people aren't thinking about just yet?
0: Mm, that's a good one. Um, modular is definitely a hot topic at the moment. I think it's the, how do you execute? I think there's a lot of people that are, that are already doing modular. Um, I know heavy timber is, or, you know, wood frame construction, those mm-hmm. folks are already off and going in modular. I think, um, from a, a other market sector, maybe some um, steel construction, concrete, however that is, is used, I think that there's some hesitancy about... Um, there's a lot of conversations about cost, mm-hmm. like prefab is not, and modularization is not here to save you per se money on your initial investment. Right. It might help you with your schedule. And then, therefore, if you shave time off your schedule, then it equals money. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about perception of how you look at it. But I think there's some hesitancy about that upfront initial cost investment mm-hmm. because sometimes people are looking at just the dollars. And it's like, you got to look at the over encompassing thing. Right. So, if I can and look del- at the, the long term the view of that. Yeah. Right. Like, I was. Um, there's a couple of vendors that I've been talking to that yes their products may be a little bit more expensive Mm -hmm. but you're not your replacement cost of your life cycle is not going to be what you think it is because their product will last longer Mm -hmm. because of the way it's built Mm -hmm. and it's not built in the field it's built in a warehouse and so that's scary to people because it's uncharted waters right it's like people have a comfort place and if they step out of their comfort zone, it's like, well, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's a different mindset, too, because you're not project-based then. You're just kind of long-term business yeah. based on it. So yeah. you're not assigning the, the cost to an individual project yeah. when you're, you're bringing in modular, because you're going to start getting more learnings and, and picking up the, the steam and finding Correct. those efficiencies the more you do it. The, your first investment, you're probably going right, to. It's going to be really expensive. And you're, It's not going to go super great. You're going to learn a lot from it.
0: And sometimes it is a premium, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's cost neutral. Like Mm -hmm. it's the same. But because it's a different application, it may not – it's like, well, I don't know about that. That's not the Mm -hmm. way we've always done it. And I think that um, if you look at that – that long-term effect, I think it, it starts to kind of paint a different picture. But it's yeah. some of these people are like, if it's not fixed, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it right. mentality <laughs> or this is the way we've always done it. And it's like, we have to get away from that.
1: Right. Yeah. So one of the lines that Amy said in her keynote really struck me was uh, the digital waste exponentially leads to oh, the, the physical waste oh, side of yes. things.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I have I've actually, I took, she said that a couple years ago, Uh and I've actually used that in presentations I've given to architects, especially when I was on the VDC side. Mm -hmm. It's like, if we're literally, if we are really going to work together as a team, and our goal is to get our construction documents and our fabrication drawings done Mm -hmm. by 100% CDs, we can't duplicate on our drawings. We have to divide and conquer. Right. and and that elimination of that digital waste. Right now, mm-hmm. the way sometimes a project goes is the designers will draw it, issue the construction or construction documents, and they hand over the models. Well none of the trades can use the design models. Right. They they literally start, they start over <laughs> and redraw the whole thing. Yeah. Well, why on earth did we do it that way? Like right. why can't we work together? and break down those silos. Yeah. And so I- well, It's about
1: getting the people in the room at the front it, end, it making sure that, that everybody's on the same page.
0: And yeah. it goes back to behaviors. Yeah. It's, it, that's what we, we're always going back to. Mm-hmm. So um, it is, it's, it, it's a work in progress. And, um, and some people, like I said, some people may never get there, but, but we do have some folks that are willing to try.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, how does the construction industry start pulling in new fresh blood into the industry?
0: Um, well, so we actually internally have started doing that. So nice. um, so the creation, we've had some new teams pop up, uh-huh. um, like our prefabrication team that I'm on. Yeah. Um, that's a new one. We also have brought uh, designers in-house. Yeah. Um, we have, um, a, I want to say we've got 12 to 15 architects that we have hired along with a national director of design. Uh-huh. They're there to help with, Um, guiding our teams and design build scenarios or those early involvement type of projects. Also, I mean, there have been some where we have been the architect of record. Um, And that's a that's a new thing for us. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also we also a lot of people don't realize we have a capital arm um, of investments that we are able to be a client at the table. Um, And, and also looking at like our self-perform efforts, like what are different skill sets that we can bring in and that diversity of knowledge that Mm -hmm. it's not just the superintendent and the project manager anymore. It's like Mm -hmm. we have VDC experts, we have mechanical and electrical experts, we have folks that just focus on scheduling. So it's, you don't have to know everything. You can have resources at your disposal to Mm -hmm. help you with making your job successful.
1: Yeah, nice. What does innovation mean to you?
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I think innovation is the evolution of ever-changing mindset. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a tool. I don't think it's um, a, a, a thing that you do. I mm-hmm. think it, it is, it's a, It's 100% how you think. Mm-hmm. And if you're always open to um, really looking at a new way of doing things or a new idea, I think that is what innovation is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's totally a mindset uh-huh. and behavioral 100%. Back, <laughs> kind of full circle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's crazy how we keep we keep That's going right. back to that. It's all behaviors. Yeah, um, but but like if you look at people that you hire, you mm-hmm. can teach them skill sets. And I'm going to touch a little bit about this in the panel tomorrow mm-hmm. is you you look at skill sets and an open mindedness of an individual. Mm-hmm. And if you have an open minded individual, you can teach them anything because they're willing to learn and they're hungry. And it's like the book, The Ideal Team Player. That's something our company has, you know, put out and made a lot everybody read, like mm-hmm. hungry, humble and smart. Well, yeah, if you're if you're humble and you're hungry, you're gonna you're gonna excel right. and you're gonna learn. Yeah. And I think there's
1: great power in being willing to say, I have no idea what you just said. Tell me about it. Right. Teach me. Right. I do that all the time here.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna try to make fake it until I make it like I really you're gonna be found
1: out very quickly
0: oh 100% they're (laughs) gonna call you
1: out and and then they're gonna lose respect from the rest of the team
0: and then therefore the trust is gone yeah and trust is and that's the conversation I have with a lot of architects in the position I'm in I'm like just trust me and I what's nice of coming from the design side is I get to work Mm -hmm. with a lot of my friends now the friends I went to school with or old colleagues (laughs) like I walk into a, a meeting and it's it's all it's all folks that I know, and that's yeah. nice. It's yeah. It makes it fun. It doesn't feel like work anymore.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So how do people find out more information on what JE Dunn is doing or connect with you?
0: Um, so we we just launched a new webpage. Okay. Um, so jedunn.com, so that's there. We're all on, on all the social medias, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm accessible through LinkedIn. Um, if anybody's interested in learning more about uh, what J.E. Dunn is doing from a prefabrication standpoint, or just want to pick my brain on just interactions with teams, I work with teams all across the nation, um, I've presented a lot to architects over the last year, um, just understanding, you know, how can, how can we work together better, mm-hmm. is really what I want to achieve with, with this role, is I I see the benefit, and I really would like to break down those silos. Mm-hmm. and and, and you know, the teams where we have broken down the silos, its they're fun. Yeah. They, they are fun jobs. And we still talk about them. Right. So um, it's like I ran into some colleagues earlier that I haven't seen them in about a year. But we had a really nice job together. And it's like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. When's the next well, you're one coming You're able to build around? those, those yeah. bonds deeper. Yeah. Yeah, You sure. become friends at mm-hmm. the end of it. You're not just teammates.
1: Right. Or, or looking around uh, who to point the finger at if right. something goes wrong. <laughs> right.
0: Right. hundred yeah. percent.
1: Awesome, well final question for you. If I could give you all construction power and you could snap your fingers and innovate one thing in the industry, what would you pick to innovate?
0: Ooh, what would I pick to innovate? Um, I, I think it is, it is a way to share ideas better. Mm-hmm. I think we don't, as an industry and as companies, do a very good job of capturing how we learn and how we don't reinvent the wheel from job to job i am struggling with that right now i've got an arsenal of lessons learned but the distri- distribution of data and how to get that out to the masses i mm-hmm. think is a struggle
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so if there was a way to innovate to make that easier i mm-hmm. think that would be great
1: yeah yeah no that's huge because it's human nature not just in construction, but we tend to, to hold the information mm-hmm. close to us mm-hmm. and, or even just not even take time to debrief after the project right. with everybody and right. kind of crowdsource the lessons learned there and we just keep it in our own head.
0: Yeah, I've got a meeting with our marketing department um, next week actually to talk about how can we capture at least the prefab and the modularization components to projects better and yeah. like, you know, videos and photos and that, those are the stories that we used to tell to go in the next job. And if right. we're not capturing them, we have nothing to go sell because we can't keep talking about the job five years ago. Right. We got to keep doing this and we need to really concentrate on it.
1: Yeah, I love that you're doing that. Uh, this, it's a soapbox. I won't get on to it too much <laughs> right now. <but laughs> there's a huge marketing problem in construction. Yeah. That we don't tell the story. We don't put out those videos and mm-hmm. we're like, no, 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 we can't. We gotta keep them. More people just don't even think about it and right. to even take the videos. So, 100 awesome job of, of taking the videos and being willing to yeah. to share it out there because that's that's huge. Yeah, people are defining what construction is that are outside of construction and have no idea what's happening mm-hmm.
0: in the space. Yeah, and and now with the 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 capabilities of the iPhone now, like the the, yeah, the yeah. cameras are great. Yeah. Just if you got your phone on you, snap a quick video, send it right. to me. Like, let's do something with it. Yeah. and and that. I mean, share it on social media. Like there's, we have so many technology platforms available to us now that that shouldn't, we shouldn't hold back from sharing. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, well, it kind of goes to the, in a different way, the expected experience Mm -hmm. uh, of, in our daily personal lives, we're doing that anyway. Oh, 100%. Why not bring that into construction and and share what's happening?
0: Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree.
1: Sarah, thanks so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Enjoy the conversation. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. Bridging the Gap is hosted, directed, and produced by Todd Wyant, edited and produced by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an Applied Software Grey Tech Group production. Copyright Applied Software Grey Tech Group 2023.